It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome in to episode 19 of the Motown Rundown. Your home for all things Detroit sports. Per usual, I am your host, Ryan Rabinowitz, joined alongside my friends, Trent Bailey, Ryan Collins. It's great to see you guys. It's, it's great to be back. It's been a while, like a like a long while. Yeah, Trent went to Buffalo last. We haven't talked to him. Right. How, how Since was you Buffalo? went to Buffalo, you, I, how was it? How I, was it? It was, it was great. Um, it was really weird. It's kind of unlike anything else. Like You're just in this neighborhood, and you're going down the street, and all of a sudden... There's literally New Era Field, and you can see miles ahead of you in every direction. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, the fans were insane. I was going to ask. Yeah. How are the fans? Fans like, were, those Those people are mentally impaired. They're crazy. Um, I, I believe it. I believe it, though. I mean, like, we, we fit in on the opposite side because, I mean, we were both screaming and yelling, but, like, yeah. some of them were just idiots, and they have this fight song that's just ridiculous. It's so stupid. But uh, <laughs> it, it has been stuck in my head since I left. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's check it out. It's, it's the shout song, you know, like hey oh hey oh. That's kind of a they, 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 they say, "Let's go Buffalo." That's and all the fans yeah. do well, it. I hear that in Madden. No, but it's it's just <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so stupid. Like you're looking imagine. around at these Bills fans, and you're like, "You guys are idiots," and you're a sorry franchise. And then you realize, you know, yeah. whatever. You look down at your jersey. They, they've <laughs> been to a, they've been to a Super Bowl, so yeah, it's okay. We're getting there. It's we're fun get, though. It's a good time we're getting there. So how was well? Happy nine twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's a new year. Cool. It's new, our year. New year. New year. That's officially the year the Lions <laughs> win the Super Bowl. I can really write it down right now. Uh, but new year, same same boys, same same Motown rundown. Same crew. Just getting b- bigger and better by the week. Yep. So uh, I guess, we, how was break? Christmas? Good Christmas, everyone? Great Christmas. Yeah. Good. good. Great. Santa was good to you, Colin? Really great to me this year. Got really? a bunch of new kits. Got the style. Really? The style's looking good. I like it. I like Nothing it. better when you... Uh, Christmas, like the day after, and you're just stunning all your clothes you got. Yeah, yeah. you get you get like a nice like week window yeah. of where everything you wear is brand yeah. new, and then afterwards it's just like right back to the rotation. Yeah, shout out to week. my girl Tristan, got me a Detroit versus everybody sweatshirt. Like I said really? on the podcast, well, Trent's got Trent's wearing Detroit. a shirt. Yeah, I, I got saw, two shirts. I got one that's Lions colors and one that's Pistons. I saw the pop up shop. Probably should burn mall. I should have got it. Oh, should have burned the Pistons one by now. Oh man. Stuff. We'll get to that next oh, week. I, I, yes. I, I double-dipped the Lions-Vikings team with the Pistons-Hawks team, and it was one of the worst days I've oh, had. Yeah, I, I felt That's, sorry for you on that I day. Was, I was thinking, like, he's gonna I, I, after the after the Lions loss, I was like, he's going to go do it again. He's going to yeah. go watch two losses in a row. You did call it. You texted us. You're like, you're going to go 0-2, and I was like, oh, they come on, the, the Pistons Hawks. will beat the Hawks, right? No. Yeah, no, no. absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No, Al- they'll get down 25, come back, then Blake Griffin will miss two clutch free throws. They'll lose the game. You know. They made Alex Len look like Akeem Olajuwon. Alex oh, Len is, is horrible, by the way. Trash. I, I mean, watched him play twice. I, I went to Phoenix to visit my uncle, and I watched two Suns games in person, and I could not believe that this he was in the NBA. Hey, picked him number five, slow. too. That's what I mean. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm glad you guys had a good Christmas. Uh, but it, it's it's nice to have you back. It's nice to be back. How, in the how was your Christmas? Mine was good. Thanks for asking. Nobody ever asked anymore. Mine <laughs> was good. No one cares. No one cares. Let's get to the Lions. <laughs> I know. But mine, mine, mine was good. It was it was nice to see some family, see some friends, just hang out, eat some free food, have mom do the laundry a couple times. The the luxuries of of, of being home. But 
Uh, we do have business to attend to today. We are we are back in action. And I was thinking, as I was getting ready to put the show back together, and I was like, you know, we, we could kind of summarize where things have been the past three, four weeks so with all the teams we got here in Detroit. And then that last game of the year came around for the Lions and when they played the Packers. And... Um, I don't know what happened because they decided to show just up and, and, and not. They didn't just beat the Packers. They mur- it was a, it was a murder. Yeah. It was a bloodbath. It was it was homicide. And, and let me just state this for the record: no matter the circumstances, I won't ever turn down a Packers murder. Yes, I know it's frustrating. I I you know I, you would have had the top five pick. You know whatever. Sure, sure. But thirty-one to zero with in, in Lambeau Field, I'm not going to turn that down. Right. Right, and I, I hear you on that, but but so you know, as I'm thinking about the show and what we're gonna do when we come back on this this Sunday, I'm like, let's touch the teams. But then this happened. So here's the deal, and I already told the people on the Facebook Live, if you're looking for Pistons today, if you're looking for Red Wings, if you're looking for Tigers, see you next week. It's not happening because I've over the break I have to listen to all these people talk on the radio. All the people talk about Stafford and who needs to go and who's got to stay and Patricia's this and Quinn's that, and I couldn't do it. So today <laughs> we're buckle up. Like I said on the Facebook Live to these people, whether it takes us a half hour or two and a half hours, we're going for it today. So I, I know you guys are ready and, and we're primed up and. And we are locked and loaded. We each have a, a couple things, couple things to bring to the table here. But so we'll wrap up the Lions season, the 2018 or was it 2018 2019 season? That's how. Yeah, 2018 yeah. 2019 season is officially in the books. We got playoff games that were rolling today and yesterday. The Lions finished the year six and ten. So not a great, uh, not not a great year. But hey. Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter is no longer the offensive coordinator of your Detroit football Lions. Rejoice. Kiss your mothers. Kiss babies. Whatever you got to do. Hug your loved ones. Because Jim Bob Cooter will never again be on the sidelines for your Detroit Lions. And I'll tell you. What a great way to start off 2019. Oh, the 6-10, who cares? Jim Bob Cooter's gone. People are dancing in the streets. It's raining money, and I'm just so happy. Yeah, I bet you're the same person when they got rid of Joe Lombardi. You're like, oh, Jim Bob, this guy's unreal. Well, and and, and, and I, I understand that, and, and I wasn't as happy when Lombardi was gone, but Jim Bob Cooter, Jim really? Bob. Lombardi was worse than Jim Bob. I, I don't know about that. Mm. You can sit on I, that one. I gotta bite my tongue. Uh, I'd be lying if I told you that I slept better on New Year's or on, on Christmas <laughs> Eve than New Year's Day because Jim Bob Cooter was fired. Happy New Year's, Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah, I wish you well. <laughs> yes, but please let the don't let the door hit you. But get out and look and he's gonna get an OC job. That's what everyone's oh, yeah, saying. He, he will. Yeah, I'm and sure he suck. will. I'm he'll sure pa- he will. go to the Packers. Yes, but to answer your, uh, I was oh, never Jimmy. the That'd Jim Bob the Jim Bob Cooter when he came over. I was never ecstatic about. It. I'm not gonna pretend to know. Like, oh yeah, I knew Jim Bob Cooter was just in that. Wasn't like a guy that's like, oh my gosh, you know, here's Josh McDaniels esque type guy. But now that he's gone, bro, like I I can't be happier because that's all we've wanted. It's always been it really said. is it is it week is. in and week out because now. We harped on it for what, weeks. What this what this says to me before we get in everything, I want to say, Jim Bob Cooter, I'm sure you're a nice man. 
uh, your your DUI and your naked drive through incidents. I can. We don't have to bring that up. Whoa, I could chill. bring it up. I could bring it up. I don't want to bring it up. I'm sure he's a great guy. I wish him nothing but the best and, and a prosperous life, just not in Detroit. You're not right. welcome back in the state. That's all I'm going to say. I, 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 and, and again, sure he's a great guy, but I, I'm glad he's gone. And I know we're glad he's gone. I know a lot of Lions fans are also glad he's gone. But what this says to me is that, yes, people in the organization care. Like, they're, they're, they're making some moves here because – I mean, Stafford was the guy that was like, I want Jim Bob Cooter here. Of course, you know, yeah. He's, yeah. You know, he's comfortable with him, whatever. And whatever people wanted to say as the weeks went on with Stafford of, oh, yeah, they li- he likes Jim Bob Cooter because his playbook is simple and it's whatever. And, and granted, I, you know, I, there's a certain aspect to Jim Bob Cooter's game where I, I, I respect the fact, as boring as it can be sometimes, I've always said it's the fakest commitment to the run but you know the the inside the inside handoff stuff and in the, the whatever the vanilla crap it it works if you have the players right but in today's NFL you need to either adapt or die I'm not, spice I'm, it not, up a I'm not bit. saying you need to spread it out and air it out and you're throwing long bombs away and Stafford's got 500 yards receivings but he's 20 for 45 and he has six interceptions and four touchdowns don't need to see that but that's he's gone we can we can move on with with our lives now so so that's that's just wonderful. That was a great start to the new year. Um, my first thing here is we get into the Lions. On an emotional level, and we've been through a lot, and granted, you know, we're not our parents' age. We haven't been suffering for years and years. And I've always said, too, I mean, this is, whether you like it or not, this has been the best decade of Lions football in, in its history with, 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 Matthew, with Matthew Stafford. I get it. The Barry years were great, and, you know, you made a couple playoffs and whatever. And They actually won playoff games, so I would disagree with I, you. Well, I, I'm saying as a consistent string of, you know, making playoffs and being a legit, you know, not an embarrassment. I mean, I... I they, well, this they, is an argument for a different day, but I sure, think Barry but, was better. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I, I want to know, I, I want to go around the table here on an emotional level, how terribly... Did this season scar you? They ended it in maybe the worst fashion <laughs> they could have. Because th- at the end, they were about to get the third or fourth pick in the draft. The way everything kind of shook out, how them losing to Buffalo. Did they lose to Buffalo? I forgot. Yeah, by once. Yeah, by they one. lost to Buffalo. Sweet. Uh, Lions expert over here. Um, and then <laughs> losing to the Jets, it like, basically put them ahead of everyone in the picks. And they were going to be able to get guys like Josh Allen, Quinn Williams, and now they fall all the way down there in the eight to nine range, which it, you're not getting the same type of athlete. But that's for a different day. I, on an emotional level, it, I think I've never been more dejected after a season, like Good word. Good like word. ever, because I really truly thought this was the season. Hey, everything maybe comes together. They get a competent coach, and you got Stafford coming off three or four really great years, and you got Carry. You, you have spent a lot of money in that offensive line, you would expect this team kind of to come around. And, it would, like, the Jets team just took every the life out of me and the whole season took the life out of me because they disappointed you every single week and then they, they would win a game against the Patriots. It, they just... I, I, and you have no sense of, like, direction where this team's going after that year. And, like, and next year. I, I don't know if they're going to be a 10-6 team. I don't know if they're going to be a... Two and fourteen teams. So it, it, I like having no. They won't I, be two and fourteen. I understand. I'll help, that. I'll help you out there. I'm just. They gonna... might be, but <laughs> okay. I, it's just dejected. I, I'm dejected. Okay. Um. So this is kind of a fun question because, like, 
any NFL team, any any fan of any NFL team, right? When you win, you're all like, yeah, let's get it. When you're down, yeah. it's like, okay, this sucks. <laughs> so I don't want to go through the whole season here, but like Jets game was abs- – I don't even – I ran out of adjectives for that game, and I wasn't on the podcast yet when uh, that happened, but it was pretty awful. I went to bed. I actually I, I didn't sleep much. Uh, I seriously was just pissed off and, and upset, okay? And then the Patriots win. You get your hopes up. Cowboys win was – or the loss to the Cowboys was heart wrenching, and that's when yeah. I started to panic. Like we're one and three, and I would say the game that just and I tore the I, I talked to you guys about this, and I, I got a little. Uh, you guys made fun of me a little bit for this. I actually got emotional after the Thanksgiving loss. That was rough. I sat there <laughs> looking at the TV with tears Why? in my eyes because <laughs> because it's just it's real life. This is I real know, life. I it's know. Sports. I, feel, I don't mean to laugh. I feel I, it. No, I, no, I feel laugh. Yes. Laugh it up because no, the thing just, is, it's like I'm speaking for a lot of people right here. No and one is it, crying I, after I them. I, I didn't on, cry. I had tears cry. in my Let eyes. Cry if you had. Were you weeping? No, I wasn't weeping because it was Thanksgiving, and my grandma would tell me, "There's no crying." grandmas that's her that's okay, pretty good. much her own I like rule. it i like it that's so a good rule i'm just saying e- emotionally on an emotion to answer the question on an emotional level uh eight out of ten in terms of scarring me however uh you guys know i still came in here every week with like positive yeah, things to yes. say because you have to and, we love and, you and, for it. and and it's just so from that standpoint it was it's not like it ripped my heart out and ran it over with a with a mac truck uh i it, it was it was a disappointing season uh, pretty emotionally scarring, but we're going to make up for it next year, and we'll get into that later. So, Ryan. That's good. On my – the reason why – and I'll, I'll let me backtrack for a second. People – I always hear on the radio, you know, like you're stupid if you get emotionally invested. Well, to no, me, that's yeah. no fun. It's no fun right. if you don't. Where's the yeah. fun in that? I, I will. Right. You'll never hear me say, regardless of, of what I know my, my mind says, you'll never hear me come into a season but oh, yeah – I expect the Lions to win four games this year. I, I, I'm too optimistic, you know, sue me for it, but I'm too optimistic for it. So I come into every year and I'm ready to go. I drink the Kool-Aid every year. I, I drank the Kool-Aid this year. I'll drink it next year. So I think for me, there was a little bit of, I guess if you can call it like the newlywed phase with Matt Patricia. I was like, oh, it's it's so great. It's a sexy hire. He's got the beard and the pencil. We're the Patriots now. We're going to go win five Super Bowls. And I think to many people had that about them where they just, you see the name and you see the resume and you go, this year is going to be different. And you draft carry on Johnson and, and all these things start to click. So, you know, even the, after the Jets game, I was like, okay, I, I didn't throw the towel in where, where things started to take a turn for me. Is after the Seattle game. Oh, that's when like that's when I, I kind of started. That was brutal. That's when I kind of started googling, you know, some mental institutions that potentially <laughs> check into later. Okay, that's that's the Seattle game, the Vikings game, the first Vikings game. I think they lost like twenty four to nine. Ten sacks. That's when I started to pack my bags. I started to get my clothes in order. You know, my, you know mom, I, I'm going away for a while at the end of this year. <laughs> Dad, it's you know I, I have to leave and got to figure some things out. That's when the bags started to get packed. The Bears game on Thanksgiving against Chase Daniel, who hadn't played in a football game since my dad's bar mitzvah. Oh, man. That Mizzou is, legend. That is that is where I just took off sprinting to the to the insane asylum. <laughs> I, I was like, 
please no, another year, this can't be happening. I was a mess. I wasn't crying. And, I, and by the way, you can't, I, I've cried in sports many no, times yes. before. Even mm-hmm. watching, I, sometimes you, you tear up. So it, if he was weeping and sobbing, I'd be like, okay, Trent, like, we got to figure this out. I will say, out. I have one. It's a regular have, season game, though. And it, 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 it meant and, a lot. Because I, I said, if they beat the Bears. And went out. There was a lot of things yeah, that listen, happened. Listen, they would have been five and six if they would have won that game. I mm-hmm. under. Understand and the that. Bears probably yeah. wouldn't have won the division, and, and we're having a different and they conversation. Should have won the game, right? That's the, the Bears, thing. The Bears won the division by like and three I, games. And I, you guys know, Bears, I love playing the shoulda, coulda, woulda game, but oh, that's of course. that's how it is. So, um, I just think again, the expectation coming into this season was so high for me. Yeah, and maybe that's shame on me. Yeah, Boy, are so my I, cheeks yeah, red? Yeah. I, I I wear that on my sleeve, but. Uh, it's just you know you, you uh, at first glance you look at the six and ten record and you're like this can't happen like this is S O L that's the first that's the knee jerk reaction is this like Jeez. oh here we go yeah. because you're right it was this emotional roller coaster of like oh we're all awful. good news we're all awful yeah. week one yeah but then it's like okay you know they get we, snaps I think that was the point where in that the was season, a turning point no everyone they get snaps and you're like oh this team's kind of yeah. they're getting their one they yes. can't stop to run they got a run stuffer here they come and then they literally just lay yeah, the because, biggest edge against because Seattle. then you oh, have man. you have I mean. You beat the Packers and you beat the Patriots and I'm and I'm shaking and I'm like I'm just I can't I'm so overjoyed and it's amazing yeah. and we're great and you just get you just get curb stomped buried and you're bleeding Absolutely all over buried. the place and you're crying and you got snot running down your nose and it's ugly <laughs> and it's cold outside and you're starving and you don't have a blanket and you're a mess and that's how I felt so that's my emotional take on the on the season and before we get into i guess the big picture if you guys have anything you want to bring up about the last couple games of the season the last three games of the season i i very simply will will put it like this the bills game was an embarrassment to 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 the organization and to the fans and to anything that has to do with the city of detroit and the state of michigan that's embarrassing that's a game you can't lose granted because that was still when the Lions are fighting for a playoff right. spot, and in real, they they probably could have. We, we did it. we did a whole special on it. We, we were did. talking they, about they, it. And, and Trent, you had a you you broke it down for us on the show, but you the article the you the way you put it in the words was great too. That you've that well, you thank wrote. You. I appreciate that. Thank so you very much. so <laughs> I I just I'm watching the Bills game and I'm just I'm I'm livid and I I almost you know I want to throw the jerseys away and I want to just quit and and tap out and and stop doing the Motown rundown. I was I was I was pissed. I was. Because that to me was like show up and play. And then, well, you know, taking a step back, you're hurt everywhere. Like the lineup you put out there was a mess. And and the Bills do have a of a pretty solid defense. So that was that for me. Vikings was a disaster. I almost bought tickets for my brother and I just to go and just say I was at Ford Field. Go ahead. Me and my brother went. My whole oh, family right. went. That's right. And it, it, it maybe was the most most boring game I've ever been to in my entire life. Nothing was going on. The first half, I almost fell asleep then. And then Kyle Rudolph scores the easiest How Mary. How do you let that happen? Yeah, I mean, had a bunch of Vikings fans there. A bunch. I'm like, sure. a ton. But, I mean, that was maybe the most uninterested I've ever been in a football game. I was like, this is just terrible. Like, it, it was awful. Awful. I, I'm just, I was so oh, glad I didn't buy tickets. Funny story, at this Lions game, they, the beer lady 
carted this sixty five year old male in front of me really? at the game. It was insane. She said, "Sir, I need to see your ID." He's like, "What? I'm sixty five. <laughs> he had like gray hair. <laughs> that I'm looks like, like some good theater. I, I was funny. in tears. I was like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> That's funny. But then I, I guess t- to wrap it up for me, the Packers game. I'll tell you what. I loved it. I did too. I, oh I my, loved you guys it. are the worst. Here's the you thing, guys I, are I, the worst. <laughs> the absolute worst. I loved it because anytime they haven't they haven't <laughs> swept the Packers in a season in right. 48 years. We beat them four straight times. Yeah, and you go into Lambeau. In meaningless games. It doesn't matter. But I, 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 you know, again, Aaron Rodgers, I don't actually, I don't think he's a nice guy, but you know, oh, he's a terrible guy. I wish him well. So nice seeing him knocked out of that game. Oh, I wish he, I wish he was still playing when we when they. I don't know if the Lions win that game if he's still playing. Hopefully but, they lose that game. But no. But a, but a, sh- a nice shellacking to end the season. I for a second I was just scratching my head like this is it's like Groundhog Day like this is every year the ups and downs whatever. But I loved it. That's all I have to say about the last three games of the season. Very unnoteworthy. Just yeah, very, yeah. that's but the, true. That's I will, definitely true. I will say I. Me and Ryan both at the GLI. Didn't yes. say hi to each other. Probably should have. Whatever. Okay. No see you enough. As yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see Whatever. Enough. Whatever. Just throwing it's, it out It's there. my break. I'm not trying to see. Yeah, sorry. Know. Just yeah. throwing it out <laughs> there. See my work friends. Yeah. But whatever. I literally go up there and see TV and it's 24 to nothing. I'm like, what? It, like, why? Yeah. And you just <laughs> watch. Fair. It's and fair. I'm just like, Deshaun Kaiser's in. I'm like, oh my. There's no hope. What? Like, ugh. No hope like, for a well, loss. There's no hope for a loss. Why? That- <laughs> it's, there's no positives coming out of that. I, I, like people are like, oh, it's a positive way to end the season. Maybe if they beat Rodgers and like they like, I'll give the- you a positive. Just this is this is kind of a joke. Kind of a joke. Okay, Tease Tabor defended two passes in a row. Okay. <laughs> Confidence. Both on Randall Cobb. We're building confidence. I'm just I just had to bring that anyway. up because I ripped on him all year, so I just yeah, had to bring yeah. that up. But Collins continue. It was so. Uh, <laughs> infuriating and so cringeworthy that the first uh I, I can't even talk about it because i don't know what you're like supposed to do you can't go out there and like vi- like put mass castle out there to stafford once it's like starting yeah. streak and stuff that continue but it, like uh, just like run the ball the whole game like, i don't i don't think Stafford should have played i think he should i think he should have gone on the field for a for a series or two and I should have pulled him like just a preseason so, just game, so he, just so he didn't get hurt. That's yeah. the only thing. And I, yeah, just mail it in. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we don't need to draw. I think we all agree losing would have been the much better thing to happen on week seventeen. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, that, sure. That That's being said, yeah. with yeah. that being said, I so I there, I'll agree with you. However, if you wrap up a thirty-one to zero win against the Packers and against hand it to Sean Bally, he's taking it and running. Yeah, Trent so I, that bad. I, I, I did enjoy. It. I enjoy listen, I do have I do have some Packers fans who are friends of mine, and I just I love it. I do, and and and, and my cousin Jolene works in this uh, office, and her boss is a Packers fan, and if. If we would have lost, she would have had to wear a cheese head all day, and I Ooh. do not want that for her. The so cheese heads I, maybe are the dumbest oh, things in the entire it's world. It's so They're ugly. brutal. They're brutal. Who would put that on their head? You're wearing dairy. I, I don't it's know. not even I, like, it's just. It's not the, real cheese. It's, it's just from cheese. the point, like, I, I hate the Packers, like, no yeah, question. I, but it's, I hate everything in the NFC no, North. But the point of fashion to put a cheese on your head, you just look like a complete yeah. idiot. And it's. You do look. You like think an you idiot. you think you look cute. You look terrible. You look T- get the awful. cheese off your head. You look awful. I, I agree. Like it. I like so, that. Get fired just up. Just to back it up a little bit. Uh, yeah. um, Bills game. Cheese heads. Stupid. My biggest takeaway from the Bills game is I, I and I don't have the exact numbers because quite frankly on my seven hour ride home I was just listening to music with my brothers 
while my parents slept in the back seat because we were just trying to like release. We're like, okay, we got two weeks of break ahead. Like yeah. let's, let's just kind of like, but it was terrible. But the I, I don't have the numbers, but guys, Kenny Galladay had four catches for a hundred plus yards in the first half, and in the second half, one target. One target, and he caught it, and it was a thirty-yard catch. So I don't know what. And Jim Bob Cooter's gone, so I'm not going to beat a nice. dead horse. He can't but like, hurt you anymore. That is He's why gone. you were Jim Bob. <laughs> if you're sitting around listening to the Motown Rundown, and you're wondering why you were fired, that alone got you fired. Okay, you're an idiot. Ugh, okay, I don't. I don't. I don't no, wanna, Coleman. I, He's I, an idiot. I don't. Wanna, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to go that far because, like, he, I, I respect his manhood. But <laughs> I don't. I've, that, I've lost it. it. <laughs> the Vikings game, you guys, was ridiculous. Just. From the standpoint of, can can we and and Jim Bob again took us out of field goal range two times yes, with exactly. a checkdown play. Yeah, that's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, stop throwing it east and west. Yeah, throw it forward. Oh, I know. And it's not. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. You guys, so, so you're up nine zero. Like party up because you're not gonna score again for the rest of the game, and it's frustrating. And that Kyle Rudolph. Uh, that that hail mary! How do you let that happen? There's, I think that Vikings had like 51 seconds. Now was that SOL? I okay. I would say so. I mean, I I don't know. It was, it was, like, it, it was like only the lot. No one jumped. No one jumped. No, no one, one jumped. No one cared yeah. in Ford Field. Everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they scored. Oh, Same dang, end zone as the Rodgers one. Yeah, so. I, I, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think Richard Rodgers wore number 82, and, and yeah. Kyle Rudolph wore 82. If you wear 82, get out of the uh, zone. <laughs> yeah, take a bounty on that guy. Take yeah. his legs out or something. Yeah. Jeez, but whoa. Th- Go I'm, for a knee. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I resent that comment. Um, <laughs> and, and the Packers game, I, I th- we've talked enough about it. I loved it. I I, I didn't like Oh, my God. It, it was loved one of those things. Bittersweet isn't the word because I yes, wasn't like. I, well, for me, it's not. But like I, it was kind of in the bittersweet family, if that makes sense. That's fair. Because the bitter wasn't bitter. It was just kind of like, eh, you know, you could have had a could a shinier pick here, but this is interesting, and I and I want I want you guys to chime in on this real quick before we go to the next thing because I just want to know: Do you think that with the eighth pick now the Lions are in a position where they could trade down and get some? You know, if you're Patriot not in the top way. five, yeah. So I just I, I'm wondering what you guys' thoughts on that are. I mean, you always wait till the draft. I I right. think trading your pick before the draft happens is a dumb thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, my I bad. I mean, on draft. Night yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. No, yeah. but I, that's the Patriot way. They usually do that. They'll probably get another second and take it later first. So yeah, I think I if, could see that happening. I think the Lions. The Lions aren't a team that. And and Bob Quinn said this in his in his press conference that they need playmakers. I don't see the Lions as a team that's getting their playmaker at the eighth spot that's going to make an impact yeah. right away that right. you could go trade that pick for and, and move down. So I, I think you, I think you, you trade just because I don't know like who you take at eight that is going to impact it, your team right away. But that wouldn't be there if you're in the top five. You, that's a, I mean, you can't we're talking the, about yeah, someone. Right. I mean, you're talking about a matter of a difference of, maker. Yeah, of, yeah. Uh, and um, it's a matter. Josh of, Allen, that guy's a beast. He is a monster. Yeah, it's a matter I want of one, two picks. Ugh. That and sucks. and there's there's still a chance he'll be there at eight. There's a chance. It depends. It, I I agree. I don't I don't think it's a it's a great think, chance, but yeah. the, it's still there. Yeah, it just we'll depends. It depends on what what shakes out uh, in front of him. But um, I, I guess you know is just real quickly in a couple. If you had to give a summary of the season, you know, like what what was the storyline for you in a, in a couple phrases? Me, it's it's pretty simple. I think it was, it was some pretty poor coaching. I think it was injuries. I think the secondary to me was tough, but I don't know if I put that all on the players as much as I think the coordination was off. 
I don't know what Pel Pasqualoni does. <laughs> I, Old man yeah. rivers. Um, and I think there were a couple SOL moments, but again, I, it's just I think you know you lose Carry on Johnson, you lose Marvin Jones, you lose TJ Lang, and things just started spiraling. And and I guess that was just my general takeaway from the season. Uh that Patricia is not the guy. I I I, I, I think that okay. I think that's just like my main takeaway. Okay, like you did. Like everyone wants to bash on Stafford, and I'm. A proponent in getting rid of Stafford. You, you. I was gonna say you no, led that Stafford hate club for most I of the year. Hate here. Stafford. No, I, I, I just, know. I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't yeah. hate Stafford. I just don't think his. You hate his pro- kids, is what it is. I, you hate you hate his wife and his kids. That's what it is. I'm on to you. I Collins. would never say anything bad about <laughs> Kelly. I'm a huge fan of. You Kelly. won't wake up the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. She might come to my house. The lady's kind of a crazy person, but whatever. Well, I respect yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I just think Patricia's just not the guy. I mean, the people he hired, a little questionable. The way he's kind of like started, it, he just doesn't look like a leader. Like, and I think it just all like goes back to Patriots like assistants don't work out as head coaches. It's a, it, I don't know why people are so fired up to interview McDaniel's. It's never worked. A Belichick decided he was not good as a head coach. Yeah, he, he literally like went in there and said, "Jay Cutler, you suck," and they're like, "Uh, he's under contract. I don't know what we're supposed yeah. to do with that." But like. He, I just don't think he's the guy. I think that's the main takeaway, and it's gonna be interesting what next year looks like if he could somehow like turn it around and make it seeming like seemingly better. But I, I, I just don't think he's the guy who's gonna take you to the promised land. Um. So, I, are we gonna talk about that later? Because otherwise, yeah, we got yeah, okay, yeah. I, I think there's a lot to be said for that, and I think that's a that's a good topic of conversation because my dad and I had a conversation about that the other night, and I, I think Patricia can be the guy, but I definitely am skeptical now. And you know we'll we'll get into that later. But my my overall like overarching theme of the season, I guess, what it, it was Jim Bob Cooter for me. I came in every yeah. week and I talked about how much and and, and I I just I you know you had Stafford issues, you had Patricia issues, you had offensive line issues, but like Jim Bob Cooter issues came up every single week, even in wins. You know that Panthers win where it was like okay that that was pretty sweet, right? The Panthers win put you at four and six, kind of fired us up a little bit. Yep. Uh, the Dolphins win where Carry On goes for 158 total yards. You know that that was sweet, but th- there were still problems with the offensive scheme every single time. And again, I don't want to focus on it because he's gone. Uh, hallelujah! But uh, that that'd be my theme for the season. Definitely is Jim Bob Cooter. Just he he was not 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 great this year. So now they, I'm glad Collins you brought it up, and I we've we've heard where Collins is at with Matt, Matt Patricia. He does not think that he's the guy here. Um, and it's am I going to say it's not warranted to think that? No, my thing is I just th- it's his first year, and I yeah. hate to, I hate to be the guy that's like, oh, you can't fire coaches after one year, well, but, Arizona. But yeah, it's just if you're trying to build. An organization. The point you should be trying to build something that's sustainable, and I'll touch on it later when I talk about you know like what the Lions can do next year. I mean, the Jags went from a team that was an absolute dumpster fire to playing for a for a conference championship to being a dumpster fire again. So that's not a sustainable thing they've built over there. They threw right. a bunch of money to defense that carried them to. A, a conference championship game, and now it's it's starting to backfire because now you got you know your personalities with Jalen Ramsey, and you know you're t- starting to see Bortles really just can't do it. Um, so I'm just sitting in the camp of this is Matt Patricia's first year, 
And I know he's locked up for like four or five years. And the bottom line is Quinn and Patricia are a package now. Yep. Oh, they're yeah, tied at the sure. hip. So they're, they're tied, they're at, the tied at the hip. When one, one goes, goes, the other yeah. one does. Exactly. So all I care about is building a professional team and organization that competes. And people always rag on Patricia. Well, it's the beard. It's the sweatshirt. It's the pencil. I, I don't I don't care. I don't care what you I, – I get it. You know, like I'd love for my coach to be on the sideline, you know, wearing the, the polo and the two watches like right. Jim Caldwell, who will, <laughs> who will probably be head coaching the NFL next year. Um, I think people need to slow their roll with how much they judge this guy. And whatever the crap is in the media about he shows up late to meetings and practice and whatever, I don't necessarily by that as much as it's worked up to be as right. far as like he's I don't think he's showing up a half hour late right. and, to and the media definitely tries to construe they try to make a story and turn the players like you know these people are idiots yeah. sometimes so first of all the players were complete idiots with the media the whole year the whole like they weren't going to talk to them after games right. like be professional and get right. your job and that's, that's not my point but yes uh, Amir Abdullah definitely leaked that, right? Oh, boy. Oh, dude, I'm had, sure. Who else did yes, it? It was a disgruntled ex-player. Ex yeah, yeah. yeah. Sylvester Williams? Well, yeah. A little wow, salty a, after we name. brought in snacks? What a name, yeah. Um, Amir, for sure. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I just I just think, you know, and, and things like that to me, there, there are things that bother me about Matt Patricia. It bothers me the way they do the, you know, they cross their arms and we're not going to talk to anyone. I'm not going to yeah. talk about injury. Like, like right. you know, I, I'm, I'm really sick of that. I'm sick of like. This is in-house. Like, yeah. What, I'm, what is yeah. in-house about getting ran on for 210 yeah. yards? <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm sick of that stuff because Caldwell too was the, was kind of iffy with the media. They didn't really want to talk about injury, whatever. So that I'm kind of sick of, you know, the, the whole, the whole like be accountable. They're sure. not accountable, and, and there's a it's certain so there's a certain aspect of like this hard ass mentality that Patricia brings, and it's like outside. yeah, and, and I, I'm just I, I don't need that, but I just want the team to be to buy in, and I I do think Matt Patricia defensively is a great mind. I think he he really is, and he's he's proven that. I just think that it's an offensive league, and you need to find something on that offensive side of the ball that's going to propel this team forward and into actually making an impact in the league and competing. So I don't think he needs to go right oh, now, but I I mean I think the leash is very short. No, you can't have like success without continuity. And I, I truly believe in that like anything. But I mean you give him an extra year and you see if maybe his system starts to work some of that Patriot way. But I, I just don't believe it. I, I truly, like, you look at all the past Patriot coordinators trying to be head coach, it's never worked. And this year didn't gave me more doubt that it's not going to work here. That's plain okay. and simple. All right. Uh, might be a bit of a shocker here. Collins said something that I 100% agree with. No um, way. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you, should, you should hug after the show. Be yeah, legendary. Probably not. But. Continuity. <laughs> what, legendary. What did you say? Continuity. You can't have success without continuity. Yeah. Yes. That's why I think the Lions kept Cooter this year, right? Like going yeah, into this I year. Agree. And I understand that. Like, There's something to be said about that. The difference is he sucked. And this is probably the eighth time that I brought this up. <clears throat> and I just need to stop. So whatever. <laughs> done with that. But here's here's my thing with Matt Patricia. It is his first year. You know, we're not going to pull a Steve Wilkes on you, just rip the rug right out from underneath mm -hmm. your feet. That was ridiculous. It actually. is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. At the same time, you fired Jim Caldwell 
to get over the nine and seven hump, right? Nine and seven wasn't good enough. That's a winning record. You did it twice. You made the playoffs twice in his four years, and it wasn't good enough. So you brought in Patricia to get you over that hump, and you went six and ten. So so far, not so great for him. Uh, and and I know it's and I'm a I'm a fairly patient guy, as you guys know. Yes. <laughs> um, but I I'm not. So I'm going to give him another year with ease. But I think he'll have I I and I do believe that he'll have a good second year. I think next year the Lions will go. Nine and seven or six, six and or ten and six, not six and ten. Oh boy, I'd hope uh, not. Ten and six is my is my real prediction. Uh, we we know the uh, opponents now, and I we maybe we could talk about that later. But I think the Lions will go ten and six next year. I think they'll get over that hump. I actually think he'll have a great second season. But um, I, and I, and this is another big thing. Bringing in his offensive coordinator might help his case and the Lions as a whole, just because any offensive coordinator, any new offensive coordinator, would help the Lions tremendously. But um. Yeah, I mean that. That's my bottom line. Is I'm going to give him another year, but j- just from the standpoint, of, I don't think you can just like you can't fire a guy after one year, like that. That's just that's not that's not fair. There's right, no right. continuity. You have to give him a chance because the defense did play great. It's, it towards sets, the end of the year. It sets Matt's everything another year. Right. Yeah. You have and, to learn a new system, and you're saying, like, oh, we, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I, you at least give him the second year, and I'm not saying. Maybe if he goes nine and seven, fire him next year. I'm just, I, I, I just truly don't believe that he's the guy that could ever take us to anything promising. Like I could see him getting to a playoffs and ma- get, losing. I like it's like the same feeling I had with Caldwell. Like he's good, he's not great. He's mm-hmm. not a guy who's going to get the. You, the Lions need a great coach for them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not like the, one of these franchises where they're going to get these unbelievably talented players and be able to like keep them under contract. And I, the, I don't know. Problem, I'm at a loss for words in the whole season. I like, uh, the problem so with tired these things, of lions. <laughs> just the, so the, tired of lions fans. So tired. <laughs> of you, them. you have a right to be, but the problem with these things is that you just, when you're talking about coaches, it's like it, time will tell, you know, time, uh-huh. time is going to tell Sean Payton missed the playoffs. I don't know how many times and Drew Brees is prime. You know, yeah. Like these things happen. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tomlin missed the playoffs this year. They crashed and burned. Yeah. And he's he's a great he coach, right? He's a pretty good coach. Um. So it's just time will tell. I'm I'm willing to give him another year. I uh I think if you that's a good point you made about the Jim Caldwell thing because Bob Quinn's like nine seven is not good enough. Yeah. And it was a winning season, but if next year Patricia does this, you know, if it's a if it's a six and ten, if it's a seven and nine. That to me is is good enough for me to say, yeah, he's not the guy. Because I, 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 I see, you know, I, I no sits at time. I think he's gone. I think so too. I and, think he'll be gone. Which would be it's sad because I don't know if that means Quinn's gone, or I don't know if Quinn would just tell think, his buddy, think, like, look, dude, I think you're not ready. It puts a lot of pressure on Quinn next year. If they go sits in ten and they don't fire him, I think Quinn would be on the hot seat almost. Even though I you know what the funny thing is, even though I don't think Quinn made the right hire at head coach. I think he's probably done everything else pretty well. I think so too. I, yeah. I, I definitely. I truly think, so. think he's handled everything. I I saw Wojo say this that he wishes he would talk to the media more because he's very smart and articulate, and yeah. he, it actually gives people understanding what the Lions are doing inside the organization. Yeah. And I like the moves he made in the draft the past couple of years. So I I don't know if he's done. I hold on to Patricia like so on a huge leash because he's afraid maybe he'll be nuts. So I. I hope that's not the case because I think he's done the other things right. But that's a good segue, and the next thing I wanted to cover was: What do you think is the number one priority for Bob Quinn this offseason? Is it pass rusher? 
Okay, so I mean, is it you know drafting a player, firing this guy, whatever? So, so for you, would be obtaining a pat. Is it, is it through the draft or through free uh, agency, it, it, or it, it, doesn't matter? I would uh, hope it's in the draft because I think that's where you in the NFL you can't build through free agency. It's just plain and simple. No one who goes out and makes huge free agent moves end up really doing anything. I mean, you look at the Rams; they made all these huge moves in the offseason. Marcus Peters has been burned. Yeah. You, when you're getting a guy in free agency in the NFL, they're either at the hill or over the hill. So it's just, I hope it's in the draft. I just, this team needs a pass rusher. And I think a pass rusher or maybe a DT, but it, the the run defense got a lot better when Snats out here. It, the secondary is so stressed out because they can't get to the pat, like the quarterback. Romeo Aquaro has been really, he was really good, a really good, nice little steal the Lions had there. But you need a guy who Ziggy was maybe for one year when he was healthy, where he that you have to game plan to double team him because mm-hmm. it makes everything easier on the defense. And and when I looked in the offseason, I think that's the biggest thing they need. You, their defense needs to be good if they want to. Because I don't think this offense is, has the weapons that necessarily it had three or four years ago. This defense doesn't have to be the strong point of this team. Um. Biggest priority would be to find a new offensive coordinator that can uh, work with your quarterback. But I do agree with Collins in that I think the biggest need on the team is a, an edge rusher because I look at now you do have Aquara and you do have Deshaun Hand. Those are two young guys who will probably be pretty good. They'll be on the team, you know, next year and everything. But you look past that, and it's like at at corner you've got young guys, you've got depth. Darius Slay shut down. Linebacker, another you know, young core, everything wide receiver. You know, you have Stafford. That alone mm-hmm. is going to help your offense. The one area where we lacked a lot this year on defense was pass rushing, getting pressure on the quarterback. You know, flying around that edge. So I would agree with you. There. I think they need more three, four guys on their. De- There's so many four, three right. guys playing yeah. like out of technique or like out of position. They need more three, four like base defense. That's why right. I was very upset they lose that game. They win that game to the Packers. Because you could have had Josh Allen, who's literally the perfect 3-4 linebacker. He can rush the passer. Yeah, he's perfect. And he'd be great in the system they play. That's why I was very upset about that. But I, I you just gotta I want to see them look more comfortable. They just looked all uncomfortable the whole year. Yeah. They did nothing looked like right. And that's kind of sad if you yeah, like look yeah. at it. I mean, the defense was better towards the end of the year. But. Yeah, and that's the thing. I just think again, it's a continuity thing and being comfortable with a newer head coach. My my biggest need in in my opinion is you know whether I would just say you need to help Stafford and if the OC is the if the OC is the I, you need an OC obviously. I completely agree. agree. But yes. if you can if you can somehow swing like Adam Gase to come over, I Mich- mean, did you know he went to Michigan State? I've heard that like Pat. He's a, I heard he's a got ties to Michigan. He so, went to Michigan State. I was like, what? So that's I mean that's. That's cool. I can't wait for like ten years later. I'm like, hey, Michigan State to hire Adam Gates. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I, I could see him pulling a, a head coaching job somewhere, and I really hope he doesn't because I'd love him to come here. You heard Bob Quinn in his press conference talk about they need to go get playmakers, and I, I'm obviously when I think playmakers, I think of guys like DeAndre Hopkins and these big name guys that just you. You put the ball in their hands and good things happen. They make players around them better. They take pressure off of other people. And Stafford doesn't have that. Kenny Galladay is kind of coming into his own. Peace. Marvin Jones being healthy helps. Carry on Johnson. Like they're it's starting to come together. 
in the offensive line. Trash. You know, I don't know if TJ Lane can come back. <laughs> I, if he does, it can't. They need to restructure his contract. It can't be for the money he's yeah. making now. Yeah. Rick Wagner. I he's ha- making nine and a half million. Ham a sandwich year. and a roadmap. See you later. Don't that really care to stinks. have you. He's he's not good. Between Glasgow and Ragnow, you need to figure it out of who's playing center. Play Radnow at center. You drafted him as I agree. a center. And Glasgow is originally play. a guard too, so I don't really know what's happening. I, there. That's that's a, a good point there. I I just think on the offensive side of the ball because the defense was a much better, yeah, much better. Um, you know the the run the run stopping has been has been solid. Jared Davis was playing better as the he, year went on. I will. I used to chirp him a lot. I will say that he. Finished the near, finished the, God, I cannot talk. Okay. Why do I, why am I trying to do like broadcasting? I can't <laughs> even talk. But like Jared Davis actually like picked it up. He made a lot of plays like you didn't see him making his, at the beginning yeah. of the year right. and last year. Right. But I, I just think if you can, if you just, you need a conductor to, to conduct the orchestra. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is for me. Name um, for you, Shane Waldron, the passing game coordinator for I the like Rams. I like that. I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. And he has patriotized. So I think that would just oh, be the perfect like, fit for well, them. Well, yeah. That's, I, I that's mean, that's fine. who they're going to hire. I got like, one other, one other guy who I want is Dirk Cutter. And I'm gonna, I'm just uh, going to explain this. I'm just going to. His gonna, hair pisses so, me off so yeah, much. His I would, name I would agree with that. How did he get but, a head coaching job? So, the guy's trash. He's just, he's known, the, the bottom line is he's known for his vertical passing attack. And that, the word vertical, like, literally it sends, it, say, it sends yeah. shivers down my spine yeah, with dream. the thought of Matt Stafford throwing it past 10 <laughs> yards. So, uh, it, like, you actually see Stafford air it out more often. And look what this, look what Dirk Cutter did with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That is Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I, granted, it was for three weeks. I don't care because Matt Stafford is worlds above Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, I mean, he literally made Fitzpatrick look like the MVP for the first three weeks of the season. Am I wrong? Fitzmagic, baby. The conversations were Patrick Mahomes and Ryan Fitzpatrick and week four, and it was wild. So give me Cutter, and and, and Stafford gets back on track in a heartbeat, and, and, you know, Cooter to Cutter, that's... That's Ooh. a good omen. No, that, That's I, a good omen. I always hear people say, like, the NFL is like the godfather. you got to be a made man. And that's, like, <laughs> what the Lions are with Patriots guys. Yeah. Oh, he's a made man. He, he coached on the Patriots. Come on our staff. Exactly. That's what, so if they hire Charlie Weiss, by the way, I might be done. I yeah, might be done. I just can't. He, I can't. I, I, I you know. I, I, uh, no, but. I want to see him on the I like the Waldron line. idea because, like, the, I lo- yeah. the, the ra- anything from the Rams. The Rams have the sexiest offense in the league. You know, yeah. like, arguably. They, you know, they have great you got the Saints there. and Chiefs, but. They also have the best offensive line they, in football. They do. So, which is, like, That's tough was, to. I was just about to say that. They got the best offensive line in football. They got Aaron Donald anchoring the defense. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. Sean McVay's a genius. I don't know how much this Waldron dude weapon. does for the passing Oof. game, so I I, I wouldn't uh, I'd be skeptical taking a chance on Waldron. However, it would be taking a chance, and you know maybe that's something you roll the dice yeah. and you 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 know it's a great roll. So I don't I don't, we'll I don't hate the dirt hutter, cutter idea. I literally you're, you're cannot fine. talk. You look great, you look great, <laughs> guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, but I like that idea. But like you look at Jameis, like they put up like empty yards, like the old Stafford, like. Like the old, like, Scott Lenahan offense, yeah, basically. I, I see what you're yeah. Yeah, I, I think style's it would be very, a different, though. No, I would have yeah. yeah, it is. But I think it would be pretty similar to what you saw with Scott Lenahan, which wasn't bad. It's a lot better than it was the last year or so. Yeah. All I'm saying is I'm reading this article, and I get uh, about the offensive court. I think you got to pull it up right there. The yeah. One. If they hire Nathaniel I, Hackett, I get to too. Dirk Cutter. 
the Jacksonville OC. That guy was ter- they fired him mid season. Yeah, yeah. he's awful. How yeah. is he number two on Stay this? Away, list? I, I don't understand. But I get to Dirk Cutter in this article and the word Come vertical. Vertical yeah. just jumps off the screen at me, right? Yeah. So I I don't know. It it's interesting. Obviously, if Gase is on the table, we want him. Yes. Michigan State grad. Didn't yeah. know Love that. It. Go green. Love it. So um, I I I want to save what I had next for last because I think it's gonna it'll be the best. Is part it Stafford? Of the show. It's the Stafford stuff. Oh sweet! Just because Trent mentioned the word Stafford, and so then I was like, Stafford. Oh, Stafford. Yes, because we were segueing really well. It was a great transitional episode. Um, I'm gonna jump to the draft, and we're gonna we'll dive into the draft in detail. Uh, as as it becomes closer and more more prominent. Yeah, you don't want us just talking an hour and a half about how Jose Calderon is the backup point guard for the Pistons. We'll, we'll yes. be talking in April about the Pistons. We'll be previewing the playoffs. We'll be talking April, about Miggy's January. Uh, or, we'll be talking about Miggy's uh opening day walk off yeah. home run. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll be talking about the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah. So um I think you guys might be on the same wavelength here as as far as when you guys said what I, I my question is what position needs to be drafted in the first round or or even so what's the most prominent position that needs to be drafted and I think you guys would agree edge rushers is what you said I I really think if you can take at 8 and maybe I'm going to take some heat from this I would love to see a competent, legit shutdown corner on the other side. Greedy from Williams, Slay. Greedy that, Williams on the I other side of Slay. Because I watch like Nevin Lawson, and he's just slow. And if you can, because I've always, always had a problem with the secondary, and yeah, it's not and good. I don't know if the way the defense is schemed is. Because you know he doesn't, Patricia doesn't want to force a pass rush because he thinks that the secondary is so bad that if you send yeah. everyone, you're screwed. Right. I think if you pull out a shutdown corner on the other side of Darius Slay, this team gets instantly better. Like this, absolutely, they, they, seriously. So that's I mean, yeah. that's why at the trade deadline I wanted Patrick Peterson. Yeah, Even, I, I don't yeah. care if he has two more years in his prime yeah. or like two more years. Period. I don't care because at that point it was like we could do something. I agree. I think a, a, a second corner opposite Slay would help this team so much because then your Lawsons and and Mike Fords can be depth guys. You know, yeah. they'd be like good Mike depth Ford. guys. I actually like Mike Ford. He, he made a lot of plays. And he's a young guy who yeah. never yeah. really. This is. I mean, he's, he's playing hard. He's playing hard. Exactly. Yeah. You can't expect much. So got size too, which I do like. I I, just, I think that there's. There's ways. I think there's ways around. Again, if you don't have a guy like Josh Allen sitting there at at, at eight, I mean, there's just ways to work around bringing in someone that can that can provide a, an edge rush for you. But I think if you draft a young corner who can be you know a sustainable player opposite Slay, especially knowing it's an offensive league, a lot there's some really good receivers, and now you, you have guys like. What's like, is it Tyrell Williams or Mike Williams for the the Chargers? They just throw the they throw the bombs yeah. too oh, down yeah. the side. Like Geronimo Allison, Geronimo <laughs> for oh, the boy. Packers. Like they just they just they're bombers. You can have guys that cover up in man coverage. That's that's huge to help your team. So I mean, I know you guys are more on the edge rusher side, but here's I guess the big the big question as as we kind of roll into maybe the Stafford thing. I'll put this one first. I was trying to think of what I want to go with first. Seeing what do, would not get me mad. Do you draft a quarterback in this draft, and if so, when? And I, I, I'll open it up with the the thing that I have heard day after day after day, 
on 971 the ticket. And I love 971. I love Sully, Hatchet, Roberto. 971 the ticket. I, I love them. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> great. I love them all. I don't know if Mike, I, the past couple of months, I've really struggled to listen to Valeni when it comes to the Lions. He's because negative. it's just the negativity and it sells. But he just fuels this like hatred towards Stafford. And I hear the like, oh, if Dwayne Haskins is there at eight, you got to take him. What are you talking about? You got to take him. And there's a part of me that understands it because Stafford's got what? Two years, two years left on the deal. Um, it was a five year. No, he's got three. He's got three. Oh yeah. yeah, He has a player clause or something. So what I don't, I feel like Dwayne Haskins is probably a guy they can go to a team or whoever you want to say is the number one quarterback. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind sitting on it and you get a Justin Herbert next year or you get a Jake Fromm, right? You know, and, and you and you, I Jake just, Fromm, the next Georgia boy. We'll take the next one. The, the fact that I'm hearing, and this, you know, I guess I'll just go right into my opinion here. It just, I, the fact that I'm hearing that eighth pick has to be a quarterback is is mind boggling. Yeah. Like I just don't get it. So if you want to, and I'm not going to sit here right now without having, you know, done my research and tell you, I want this guy in the fourth round, a quarterback, because you can put him on the bench. Having Matt Castle as your backup quarterback does not help. I'm always a very, I always advocate you having two backup quarterbacks, one being a young guy who can- Connor Cook, maybe. Well, yeah, and that's (laughs) the, the Lions do bring in Connor Cook, which is, I- I have no feelings toward like at I all. Know. <laughs> so I, I'm a big believer in having a a young guy at number two and an older guy like your Sean Hill or your Drew Stanton or your Sean Hill. You're someone dope. just to just to coach up and to be a mentor. I, I really like that dynamic. But if you're gonna if you're so close, the Lions are so close. It I don't think it's necessary. And I hear like the. It's time for a rebuild. While you have Stafford yeah. here, you ain't rebuilding you anything, go, you brother. Ha- the bottom line is you got to go all in for these last three years with Stafford. Yes, you just have to exactly. Because if end you of the don't, th- you are going to regret not doing that. Right? Because because what? But but and, and, and we'll segue because I want to hear what you guys have to say about the, the the draft first with the quarterback. But if you're gonna sit here and tell me Stafford needs to go now, well, you're gonna go through three years of crap anyway. You're not gonna be good right away. So. For me, drafting a QB, if you want to go later in the rounds and you see a guy you like that has potential, because it happens, I mean, right. Tom Brady, whatever, but I'm fine with it as long as this kid knows, look, like you're going to pay your dues for you a couple no of years. Yeah. Depending on what happens this next year, you know, maybe two years from now we give you the ball. You know, you got to be ready to go if Stafford goes down, but you're going to sit there and learn. And once our time with Stafford's done, if you've proven it, we'll give you a chance. But I I I I refuse. If if Dwayne Haskins' name gets called at, the, at number eight for the Lions, I I I don't even know what I would do. I would and, be shocked. But Bob Quinn's made it clear Stafford's yeah. the guy. So uh, my opinion, I actually agree with you. I do think they should trade Stafford, but if they're going to trade Stafford, I don't think you take your quarterback this year because next year quarterback draft is probably the best quarterback draft. Uh, in a long time, probably like ten years or something uh-huh. like that. A lot of guys got yeah, Herbert, Fromm, uh, Tua. Yeah, I mean, like Shea Patterson is like a good guy. Like at that, like he's like not like terrible. He's, I can't like, have him here. Yeah, that, that would be tough. <laughs> that would be tough. That would be tough. But I, I, 
I do like the idea of moving on from Stafford. The thing I will say, I don't think they're close. That is the difference of opinion I have with you guys. Okay, if fair, I thought yeah. they were close, I would be fine with having Stafford. I just don't think they are. I This defense hasn't shown me they can be elite, and this offense of line is so broken. It needs two or three years to get, like... They need to draft another offensive lineman in the top three. Like I can't, I, I can't believe we're gonna have to watch that. They, they have to. No, no, they, but like about, in the second but, or third round, I, they have to, and they have to draft a tight end. They need oh, a tight yes. end. This is Ebron. Go get Ebron. Yeah. How funny! <laughs> how funny is that? It, I, the, the other day, I get, I actually kind of like am happy for him in a I weird way. Him. I hate him. No, I don't like him. <laughs> at, yeah. I'm with you, Ryan. I hate him. I'm kind of happy for him though. In a in a slight way, just say, oh Fine. well, I guess he was right. <laughs> Fine, man. no, but I mean, to get this team better around Stafford, I think it's gonna take another two to three years, and by that time, I think his window kind of closes. So okay. you kind of get it ahead of the curve, and you've always seen this with the Patriots: trade him one year early before he's over the hill. I don't mm-hmm. think he's close to being over the hill, but I just don't think we're gonna be good enough in his prime. So why not now? stockpile a couple draft picks, get the team around them better. As you've seen, like teams like the Bears, the Rams, teams on who build around their defense and pay their high level defenders before their quarterback gets a second deal are teams that have been very successful. Patrick Mahomes. Guys on their rookie deals, you saw it with Russell Wilson. They won a Super Bowl like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I see a vision where they could do that instead of riding out with Stafford and trying to mortgage maybe the future for trying to win now and, and you ne- necessarily don't ha- have built it right. So I, I, I just think building it correctly is important. And I, I, no offense to Stafford. I don't think it it's the right fit. And maybe you trade him to somewhere and he goes off and wins a Super Bowl somewhere else. That would suck. But I, I, I don't ever see him winning one here. So this is probably one of my biggest, like I roll, like just hard to listen to takes yeah. all time. But the whole, like uh this, like Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl and he was old and not good. So I'm just gonna say there's an avenue for that. Like if you're gonna say Stafford's old and like yeah, but you can't all their money wasn't tied up. Into I understand them. that, but I'm just I'm just I'm just saying like if oh Stafford's old, trade him. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not buying that. Um, I, so I just I want to talk about. I'm just, I'm that's not my point. I'm saying Stafford has more value now than he's probably ever gonna have because he's still right. young and you can control him for the next two. Or three I, years. I agree. He has the most. He his value is the highest it's gonna be. I agree with that. Um, but and I, I just don't see in the next two to three years where this team has any like chance of going to the championship game or even just like eat, making a playoff run. That's my take. Okay. Well, here's here's something uh, about the quarterback question. Um, do you guys remember when Ben Roethlisberger a couple years ago was like, draft a guy who helps the team right now. I don't want to because they drafted the quarterback. Uh-huh. I think it was Josh Dobbs. They drafted. they drafted Josh Jobs and Mason Rudolph, and he right. threw a and temper he got tantrum. Pissed. He's because, a loser. So here's the difference in these two Dude, situations. Is. Is ben, you're 37. Down. You're old. Like yeah. they're, You've passed your prime. You've won two Super Bowls. Eventually, they're going to move on from you, right? Yeah. So that makes sense to me. This does not for two reasons. Number one, you're tied up. Like you said, and we're probably going to talk about this. Uh, we will talk about it. Bob Quinn made it crystal clear that Matt Stafford is the guy moving forward. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's our quarterback. He will be our quarterback. Yada yada yada. I, I got the exact quote for later. Um, the the thing is, you just signed Connor Cook, and I'm we're we're all Spartans. We love Connor Cook. Okay, not the best. Guy. You're not bringing yeah. in a. Here's the bottom line: uh, if Stafford gets hurt, the Lions' season is done. That's yeah. the bottom line. It's with, like, with many teams, with many teams, unless you're the, the unless you're the Philadelphia Eagles. If you're if you're yeah. seriously, if you if your quarterback goes, you're done. 
you're done, right? You can start to look at next year and just kind of like, like look at what happened to Alex Smith and the Redskins. They had a two-game lead in the NFC East. My point is, Stafford's the guy. It would be a waste of a pick this year. I agree with this year. If you're going to do it, at least do it next year. Yeah. Because this Doesn't is not the year sense. to do it. You would be wasting a draft pick because all this is a golden opportunity to build depth in this no, draft. Exactly. Because you completely agree. There are so many other positions of need, and 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 if you're telling me you need a quarterback, like you, you just you're either you're either trying to get a rise out of me because you know that'll piss me off, yeah. or you just you know what I mean. So. Definitely not this year. I do see the logic in it. Like eventually, Stafford's going to have to, but not this year. Not this year. It'd be a waste of a pick. So let's let's do the Stafford thing now. Yeah, let's, let's do the let's do the Stafford thing. Let's and, do the ninety-seven one. They talked about it for twenty-four hours, and yes. I just hear, "Oh, we got to trade Stafford for like the dumbest trades." Pat Caputo needs to be off the air. Pat, Pat, Camus, Pat needs Pat to Caputo has lost his mind. He's lost his mind, and I, I think Pat's a nice guy. He's lost his mind. Um, so whether Guy's whether whether you want to approach this as you want to go towards, um, you need to trade Stafford, or you want to go towards release him, or he's just or he's just not the guy. Because Collins, I think you're you're in the camp of he needs to be traded. Um, so the way I'll the way I'll kick this off is just my opinion of, and Trent said it, I've said it. Bob Quinn has made it abundantly clear. Yeah, this is Matthew, my opinion. Yeah, no, not right, the wise right, opinion. Right. So, so Matthew Stafford is your guy. So, for me, to the people that want him gone, you're allowed to have an opinion. You are, but you need to understand that he's not going anywhere. He's factually not going yeah, anywhere. So, take your arguments and your your. I'm not watching the Lions because Stafford's here. Take it elsewhere because this is your guy. Right. So if you if you're if you're upset and you're bitter because Stafford's here and he's your quarterback, then you don't need to watch the next three years. Yeah, pick a new and I team. don't care for you to watch because if the Lions are successful in the next couple of years, you're the one that wanted Stafford out. <laughs> so then, like, the, how big of a fool do you look like? And that's why I hope. That as I, as I lay my head on my pillow every night, I hope that next year or the, the, the next two, three years, they're in the playoffs, they're winning the playoff game because now nobody can point the finger and say Stafford's the reason anymore. And everyone will look stupid and we can look on this podcast and, and remember when Trent and I were sitting here pumping him up and I'm wearing the Lions jersey on the last, I guess, big Lions show of the year. So the trade rumors... As far as my opinion goes, we bring it back in from what's actually happening. I think it's ridiculous, and I think if I have to just absolutely beat the marbles out of a dead horse, there are you could be doing so much worse. I mean, I, that is such a bad excuse. I I'm but sorry. it's the Lions. But, 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 when you get your guy, I, you yeah. build around him and I you just, try to win. I just I don't. We've been doing it for. Ten years. But, What's but three what more then? But what you have to do for me, Collins, if you, if you think Stafford's the problem, I don't think I, he's the problem. But I okay, continue. But go I, first. I need these people that 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 think he's he's got to go. He's got to be traded. I need you to look me in the eyes and be able to tell me a couple things. I need you to tell me one that whoever else you bring in is going to go win the Lions a division, it's going to win them a playoff game, and they're going to do something other than what they've done the past couple of years. You're also going to need to tell me that if Matthew Stafford went elsewhere, 
he would be just as unsuccessful, if you want to call it unsuccessful, as he's been with the Lions. You also need to tell me whatever guy you would bring in here to the team this year, that was on the field this year, that a guy you would bring in, you could even bring in Aaron Rodgers, you need to tell me the Lions make the playoffs with one of those quarterbacks. And I, I, I don't know if I can believe you, because you look at all the things elsewhere, the, the, the messes that were elsewhere, I, I keep coming back to this. There are so many other problems. I, I, I'm watching like Michigan State football. Brian Lewerke was a legend last year, and now he has no offensive line. His offensive coordinator sucks. They don't have a running game, and he's been miserable all year long. He's all He was also hurt part of the year, just like Stafford was kind of fighting injuries. He always is. But there's so many other factors that if you can't agree with me on that, then I just think you're naive and you don't actually watch the games. There's so many other problems that are wrong that I don't believe. And granted, Matthew Stafford played at a C level this year. Absolutely. But if he plays at an A+, I think this team might be 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and, and not guaranteeing that you make the playoffs and win a playoff game. They're not good. They need help. So that's that's my thing. And I'll, I'll let you go ahead with this, Collins. I the thing I understand if you're just looking at it at a year to year basis, but he's been here for ten years. They've had teams with t- plenty of talent. I don't know and if I agree with you with that. I, I don't. I, I the, 2014 they had the best defense in football. Oh, I and I, they didn't win the we division. We got screwed by the referees. They didn't there's win the division. They should have won the division. I but I don't. They haven't. They, Rogers has been out for the season two out of the last like who four, was who was who was Stafford's running back that year in 2014. In Bush? 2014, yeah, Reggie Bush. They also had Kelvin Johnson, Golden Tate, and they had the best defense in football. I'm just saying. Stafford put up great numbers. No, I'm not saying that. Stafford was fine. He just didn't get to you, get you where you want to be. I, there's nothing against Stafford. And I do think if he's in a different situation, he succeeds at a much higher level. This organization's a joke, obviously. I do think that. But I don't understand why wasting their time for another three years to go eight and eight, nine and seven, and maybe ten and six one year is a reason not to try and get ahead of the rebuild and maybe seize an opportunity to get maybe in the best quarterback draft in the last decade. And no, no offense to Stafford, he hasn't done anything here. He just hasn't, and it that's not all of his fault. He's not the biggest problem here. He never, never has been. He was their best player the last four years, and I'm not. I just think it's value, and value at this time is so, it's at, like, there's such a need for quarterback in the NFL, and you could see a team like Jacksonville almost giving you two first-round picks for a guy like Stafford, because he has pedigree, he's doing, like, he has pedigree in the fact where he's got all these stats and all these, like, he throws over 4,000 yards every year, except this year, which is crazy to think about, it's his first full season, he hasn't Thrown for four thousand yards. Thanks, Jim Bob. <laughs> but I, I just don't see. It's like the same way I see Patricia. If I I don't believe in my heart, I could ever see okay. a situation where Stafford's in an NFC Championship game. Not even the Super Bowl. I, I could never see them even in that position. The thing before I, we pass it along to Trent, I the thing that's troubling for me, it's almost like an oxymoron. If I don't know if it's, yeah, I, not but, a good but, word guy, but <laughs> but I think that's what I'm trying to describe. When you say, like, you know, you think that if Stafford goes elsewhere, 
in a different situation, he'll be successful. I just so, I don't think the Lions are going to be like right now. I truly believe he goes to Jacksonville, they're more successful because they have the defense around him. Right. And the Lions don't have that right now, and they're not going to have it for the next three years. That's why I'm stuck in that spot of like, if they could just give the man some hope, if they could give him something, he can get it done. They've and had that, that, They've had, had Between that. that and, like, you know, if he goes elsewhere, you know, he'll he'll play better. He needs the better situation. So I... I'm In 10 years, you got to win your division once. And I'm not all blaming on him, but 2014, you have to win a division that year. You should have won a division that year. You should win a division when Aaron Rodgers goes out for the rest of the season. They just, for some reason, had, ha- haven't been able to get that done. Right. And Stafford's not the main problem, but he's a part of that problem. And my and my last point before we let Trent do his thing is I, I always think you know like you're. I've said it a million times in this show. Matt Ryan this year, Aaron Rodgers. This Matt year. Ryan was good this year, stat wise. Right, but they didn't. I mean, they. But you then like there's always that talk of like. He just, Stafford just can't get you that extra win. He just can't get you that X level. Matt Ryan didn't do it this year. He didn't. They, the, the yeah, but he sucked. has. But he has. That's what. Okay, that's fair. Yes. That's, 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 that's absolutely fair. That's the fair. difference between that. He, Stafford just hasn't done it yet. And I, I just don't see in the next three years where there's a possibility he's going to get him to an NFC championship game, which I think is, though, the Lions don't need to win a Super Bowl for me to be happy. For the, Just win a playoff game and I'll be. Happy as a clam. Just and I right now the Lions are not in a position, and I don't think Stafford's in the position to lead them to a playoff one. All right, Trent, let's do um, it. So I want to start this with just some objectivity, just because I, they're, they're, <laughs> I, sometimes sometimes I get rolling right, and people think that I you know I skip church to worship Matt Stafford on Sundays. That's not the case, <laughs> right? Matt Stafford did just come off the worst season of his career, yep. without a doubt. Lowest numbers since 2009, 2010 when he didn't play 16 games either year. He played three games in 10 games. So that is something to look at. He threw, like Colin said, his first sub 4,000-yard season since in, in all of his 16-game campaigns. So that is something. I will give you that. But the Bob Quinn quote in his press conference, and I just want to read a little snippet of this. Matthew Stafford holds himself accountable at a really high level. He's kind of a reserved guy with you guys. I think in the locker room, in the meeting rooms, and on the practice field, he holds himself to a very high standard that resonates with his teammates and that resonates with his staff. So this is the that that that's that just leads into the first thing I want to talk about about Stafford. The leadership. People saying he's not the guy. He doesn't lead. He doesn't get in your face and scream at you on the sideline. He's a, that. To me, and that's just, this is your general manager. I understand he's he's biased, you know, whatever. But we've seen Stafford get fired up before. But you know what? He doesn't always do that. So it's just you know you know you know the guys who get in receivers' faces and scream at them. You know who does that? Aaron Rodgers does that, and 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 uh, and Jay Cutler does yeah. that. Tom Brady does that. That's the one exception. I was gonna I was gonna admit to that. Kirk Cousins is getting in in, in arguments with Adam Thielen on the sideline, and they lose that game. Horribly, Ben Roethlisberger late in his career. What kind of success have the, have the yeah. Steelers had? My point is just like Stafford leads in a way that people don't love, or or the, in a, in a way that we don't see on camera. You know, so I I just I I want to put that to bed for a second, just because that bothers me when people say he's not a leader. I do want to make the point too, as you're as you're on this page. Did you guys happen to hear Pat McAfee was on uh, the Always Aggravated podcast with, oh, yeah, with, with Mike Valeni? Because um, Pat was did the commentary for 
the the Packers and Lions game on that on that fateful Sunday. Ooh. And he said in, in their pre-show meeting with with Matthew Stafford, their sit down, Matthew Stafford said verbatim, "I I want to be here in Detroit. I want to win here." And that's something. And, and Pat made the point, and, and like Mike Villani was stunned because he's not very vocal in the media like that. Right. And I guess. What would I love Matthew Stafford to come out on, on at, a, at a podium and go, I want to f and be here. Yeah. This is this city means everything to me. We're gonna win here. I would love it, but he's just not that kind of guy. But and that's okay. That, that, yes, and the fact that you hear that from him, no matter what source it's coming from, that's got to say an, an awful lot about his character. I, I I do, and thank you for bringing that up because I, I, my bottom line and, and just this little first thing he he. He leads in a way that is not sexy. It's not the camera, you know. It's not the. It's not Hollywood. We don't love like football fans are like. Oh, I love Matt Stafford. Look at him. He's just getting. You know, he doesn't get that national attention because he's not like that. He yep. leads quietly by example. Takes responsibility. Remember ten sacks against the Vikings. Did you hear him one time like put that on the offensive line nope. or on his offensive coordinator or on his receivers for not getting have. open? Rogers exactly. Have. He leads by example, and and I just he says I have to be better, and he stands up there and he wants to be here. Anyways, that that aside, now I'll get into the actual like the football meat and potatoes of this whole thing. So first of all, the Bob Quinn uh, coming up to the podium and basically assuring us that Stafford is our guy proves that we are rightfully keeping him. Say what you want about him and what he brings to the table, whether or not he can lead a franchise. We have him locked up for three more seasons, and we're undeniably I think no matter what camp you're in with Stafford and, and Collins, you've you've admitted to this on previous shows. Like we're we're closer to winning with Stafford than we are if we just knock it down. You know what I mean? I would, yeah, I would agree, but I, I don't understand what's the point of not winning something meaningful. I do, I do. I hear your argument, and I respect it. I completely disagree, but I, I like, I, 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 I hear it. I, 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 think, I, think the, I think the respect is out when he goes, I completely disagree. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> but completely. I, that I, was awesome. I, I do hear you, and I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end it with, like th- this, this should end it right here. Thirty million dollars in dead cap. That is a death sentence. That is like, yeah. That is your fastball, single-handed, like what is dead money cap? shot for, for to keep SOL breathing and alive. You know what I mean? Yep. Let's take thirty million dollars and set it on fire, yeah. like the Joker did in the Dark Knight. That's what Good you'd movie. be doing. So I, that to me is something that should just end this discussion. We're not going to throw thirty million. You're throwing thirty million dollars out the window. Listen to yourself. I'll, I'll take some of you it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like uh, you buy a tripod. It. But you look oh, at Matt Stafford. This is a guy who trusts his teammates, sometimes to a fault. You know, mm-hmm. Mike Roberts on Thanksgiving runs the wrong route, and uh, here you go. It was it Eddie Jackson? I don't even know. Uh, probably. Bottom line. Yeah, it was. It I, was. That I'd I'd take the loyalty guy over the selfish guy who it's my way or the highway because what has Aaron Rodgers done in the last eight years of his career? Seriously, tell me because since he's be, since he rose to prominence and became this diva and 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 what, what you guys are making out Aaron Rodgers be to he's not that bad. He doesn't talk he to his family. Bad. He doesn't talk to his family. Okay. he's pretty bad. Him in his personal life being a terrible person is completely different from him. But being he, a, but I, like I, I genuinely think he has now taken the persona on. I think him I am the most. I am the most a valuable. I am the most valuable asset here. He you is. build around me. I yeah. or else I'm I, I'm gone. Which is yeah. like. There's so Antonio much, Browns doing in yeah. Pittsburgh. Antonio Browns going to ruin the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And there, there's so much. There's the, ugh, Rogers has a huge head, and so I, 
Because he's uh, that's good. A, I guess that's a good segue <laughs> into this. He has a big head. That's too. a good segue. In, yeah, he's got a lot of cheese on there. Yeah. I got, I got a big segue into this. This is something that I want to say about Stafford. And I, I, I understand people like Collins who, who like wanted to lose the Packers. I totally get it. The, the, the Packers might have thrown it on purpose by taking Rodgers out, whatever. I don't know. But have you ever seen Matt Stafford quit on his team? Nope. Because if Rodgers uh, – okay. Rodgers is limping. Aaron Rodgers is limping to the locker room with a concussion. Do you un- that doesn't add up to me. And I'm not, I'm not a genius. I'm not a genius. But I'm, I'm also – he didn't even make an effort to get back into the game. I get it. It's the last game of the season. doesn't matter. Whatever. They want to help their draft pick. Good for them. That's the Packer way. Do your thing with your yeah. no owners and your fans own the team, and you guys are idiots. I hate the Stafford fans. could have left with. How injured. are they idiots? They're like the most successful they're franchise. Idi- no, they're not. They're idiots. They're so, not. They're not. They're you would, in a Stafford, you would want to be the Packers my, my point, organization. I'm saying all that to say this: Stafford could have left with injuries. He could have left with injuries last week, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before, because the guy's never healthy. Yeah. He's never 100 percent healthy because he's getting beaten and thrown on the ground yeah. and picking dirt out of his face mask, like Ryan likes to. Say say so at this stage in their careers i will take matt stafford over rogers any day of the week twice on a sunday he's he's a better <laughs> he's a better leader better team player better guy and that's that's like at this stage of the career i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not like Collins sitting is, up you're trying to say like matt stafford's gonna make the hall of fame Collins and uh, rogers sucks bottom line is, is the most asinine thing i've ever heard okay, ever so i'll move oh. on i'll just move on Get a slot receiver in the draft or in free agency. Hopefully this offensive line will pick up where it left off towards the end of the year where they started to build some chemistry. And this new offensive scheme coming in with, you know, Cutter or Waldron or Gase or whoever you bring in will get the Lions back on track. So expect a 2016 or 2011 like Matt Stafford next year because it's going to happen. And when it does, we can all take a deep breath, take a look from there, and the Lions will be competitive. That's I all I gotta say. Stafford's the guy. If you don't think so, pick a new team for the next three years because he's not going anywhere. I case Trent, closed. I understand what you're saying, Trent. I there's one word you said. The Lions will be competitive. Why don't Why don't fans want them to be great? I just don't get that. He, they're they're the, not. You, you gotta you start somewhere. Some you gotta. You steps. can't listen. You can't. They've go. been competitive the last. I think they with Stafford. That's the one. You th- one thing you can say about them. They've always been competitive Most, because he's been great. Yeah. He has. He has been great the last five years. I truly believe that. This year it's looted. So and, now, what? So now it's like oh, get out of town because he's. Has Aaron Rodgers been great the last four years? Has he? Yes. Really? He's been hurt. That's a difference. That's that factors in. If Stafford was getting hurt every year, in the last four years they went to an NFC Championship game. Has Stafford even been close to winning a playoff game other than 2014? I'm just saying. It's just he showed his ceiling of it. Not his ceiling. I mean, at his peak, the last five years, he's fantastic. He leads us all these comeback wins. But what what have we gotten out of it? Nothing. Nothing. Just move on. It's nothing against him. He's been the best quarterback they've ever had. I understand that. But he's that the best quarterback ever for the Lions could be like Drew Stanton if you put him out there for five years. I'm just saying there's not a lot of history to bet to back up that like major pro proclamation. I just I just don't get why Lions fans don't want to win in a major way. We I do, just, and if we trade does. Stafford, that that every, all goes down see, the drain. See, that's the thing. People, everyone... It doesn't go down the drain. You just re Collins, Collins, you got to start somewhere, okay? And if you it's, want... Who do you had it for 10 then years! Give, then give, it's not let's starting! Say, give me a name, then. Give me a name. Who do you want at quarterback? Give me a, Don't tell me, like, oh, we got to draft. Tell me, who do you want? 
I want a Jade Fromm or a Justin Herbert. Not, and I, I want to, I want to try someone new because Stafford's not going to do anything here. It's already been proven. It's been 10 years. And I get those first three or four. They're pretty hard to judge because those teams were trash. But he's had six to seven years of competent players and talent around him. I'm not... So, I, okay, I hear you. I just uh, once, again, once again, I completely understand what you're saying, even if I 1,000% disagree. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's been 10 years. You're right. Hear you loud and clear. So then what's three more? You just are bringing the house. You're three trying. Three more. You can three, build three up more, a team. But you're already somewhere. You're already somewhere. You Six give and up. Somewhere? Guess what? So the next time, you, no, you have a quarterback. You're somewhere. Look at these teams that don't have quarterbacks. Yeah. Look Seriously. at how bad the Cardinals were. They were bad. They're stuck with Josh Rosen for the next hour. They're not. The Arizona Cardinals will not have a winning record in the next five years. I'll book it. The problem. The thing is, you are somewhere. You have your quarterback. You're bringing the house. Guess what? If you, by the next time this next quarterback comes in, he's great. Kenny Galladay's 29 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you, great players don't grow on trees. And Matt Stafford is. Definitely above average, and he—that's not the argument I'm saying. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying this against you. I'm just saying, like, I just don't understand the, the getting from point A to point B doesn't make sense to me unless you have a quarterback in there. Matt Stafford's that guy. I don't care if you want to look at his like playoff success or lack thereof, because there's a point. There's a point there. But I just don't understand. You brought in Matt Patricia because Jim Caldwell couldn't get you over the nine. Seven. So why isn't Caldwell taking more heat than Stafford? You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah, th- there's I things. I, I go, go ahead. I will prompt one question to both of you because you're both Stafford apologists. Oh, self-proclaimed. self-proclaimed. I self-proclaimed it. Yes, I did. Yes. I'm in denial. What? <laughs> what is the one like key attribute that wants you to keep? Like, why is it? What has he done that has made it so like impossible for the Lions to trade him? What do you think he made? To, he deserves three more years. His talent. The the ability the if, ability he has you cannot tell me he's not talented. That's the ability he has to do. Years. Like I said, to do what he does against you know the late the late drive against the Browns, the late drive against the Cowboys. We yeah. love to watch on that Twitter. Was like seven years ago, I know, but it's the fact of the matter is he. You cannot deny the fact, Matt. There are I'm so an many teams that would kill to have. They'd Stafford. give an arm and a leg. They would. My point exactly. You can get a lot for him. You rebuild now. They're not going to win anything with him. But you okay. need a quarterback. You need a I quarterback. I understand. To a quarterback's win. a part of that plan. Try something else. Okay. I just don't subscribe to it. I'm sorry. I, I don't either. I, I don't, don't buy it for a second. Look, okay. I, 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 think I to, agree. To, to, wrap, to wrap up the Stafford talk before I have one more little Lions thing before we, we kind of finish it up here. I'm going to have a hard time. To your point about why don't Lions fans want to be great. All Lions fans no, long yes. to be great. Yes. The path to greatness is where people differ. Yes. At the end of the agree. day, Fact. people, it's it's fun when we sit here and bicker and argue. What makes life fun and sports fun? But at the end of the day, all the media in Detroit, you need to come together, meet in the middle, and just say, look, we just want to win. Whatever it does, what we, we, you know, Bill Quinn, or Bill Quinn, great. It's been too long. <laughs> Bob Quinn makes That's a ton Ryan of money. Collins disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bob Quinn makes a ton of money to make these decisions. You have to trust him to make yeah. these decisions. And if he, if Bob Quinn doesn't get you wins, playoff wins, divisional wins with Stafford, without Stafford, whatever he thinks in the next handful of years, 
Bye bye, Bobby. Right. Bottom line. So, my final question here. Do you believe that the Detroit Lions can turn this around next year and make the playoffs? I think to start it off, I'll be very brief. I bring it up all the time. Jacksonville Jaguars, they stink. They're unbelievable. They stink again. Lions, next year, I'm not going to give you a record because it's way too early, but I, I would like to think the Lions make the playoffs next year at the very least in the wild card spot. I genuinely believe this was a kick in the pants this year for Bob Quinn. Matt Patricia is going to learn a lot from this year, and I think whoever they bring in an offensive coordinator, it'll be a, it'll be a nice mix. I think they're smart enough to bring someone in who's creative and it, at least has a different philosophy than Jim Bob Cooter, whether or not he stinks. So I genuinely believe you will not see a team next year go below 500. I, I, I do not believe that. I'm like barring Matthew Stafford retiring from football this year. Right. I would actually kind of agree with you. I do. I, all the, Thank you. You guys, <laughs> I'm not bashing Stafford. I just don't no, I know think, you're not. I, yeah, yeah, yeah no. that's not like my thing. But the, if you look at the schedule next year, they get the NFC East and they get actually a really good division with the Kansas City Chiefs and you play Denver, Oakland, the Chargers, play all that. But their schedule is going to set up pretty easy since they finished last yeah. in the division. Right. Yep. You're going to get that easy draw. And I, I think there'll be some progress. I think nine and seven is probably the way to go, but I, I don't under that's not like progress in my mind. I think progress is if they went nine and seven and I saw something like, wow, Patricia really has it together, I think that would be progress. Just some inclination that sure. this is the right regime is progress to me. It doesn't really matter what a record is, but if I like see some type of genius on Quinn or Patricia, I think that would be progress. Or me even Stafford. Hopefully Stafford proves me wrong. But so you kind of said it. Um, in, in in terms of the opponents, I think the Lions have a favorable schedule next year, even though they do play that division with the what is it, the AFC West? Yeah, something is that what like it is? That. Yeah. I don't the know. Chiefs are really good. Uh, the Raiders are. The schedule sets up pretty. Denver good. Denver's not a good team, and it's a hard place to play. But my bottom line is, like the NFC East was arguably the worst division in football. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It was pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we get to pray. You know what I mean. So I, the North was probably I'm, the worst. I'm, I'm going to say. <laughs> no, if I was, you really look at it, I was, I was, yeah. I was trying not to, you know. But I, I, I agree. Um, I'm going to say ten and six, just because I think the Lions. I, I don't. I think the Lions will lose two division games next year because the Bears I disagree. I, I think the Bears sealed their fate this year by, by like. We they lost tonight. By the way, are we gonna? We, we that gonna, was just, maybe one of the most heartbreaking losses in a long time. I felt terrible. Double doink. Are you kidding well, me? Again, we saw Cody Parkey just just destroy destroy his the uprights against the Lions. And his life. Yeah. But Cody Parkey will never kick in the NFL again. I feel, just, I, I feel that terrible. Guy, that guy should just move to Mexico. He's probably made like ten mil and just live there for two <laughs> I years. Believe, I couldn't yeah. believe it. I was and then like move down. somewhere weird in Florida where no one's ever yeah. hear him. Anyway, he, he might like the that. suburb of like Jacksonville. He might do that. Yeah. Anyways, my point is, I, the Bears are. I think the Bears are going to fall way off next year. I don't think their offense is good. I think the defense is good, but they they got they got to play first place schedule now. Uh, you That's know, a factor, the, but they bring bad basically. Packers everyone. have a bad roster. Vikings are. Eh. I think the Lions will lose two games of the division. I think they'll beat both against the okay. Bears. They'll lose to the Packers once because Aaron Rodgers will have a great game, and they'll lose to the Vikings once. Okay, that's my prediction. Ten and six. Yes, I think the Lions will turn it around next year because you do have so many pieces, and I. In weeks past, I have like gone on tangents about this. I do think the Lions are very talented. That's why this year in the draft, you 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 go all in on this defense. You try to get a slot receiver for Matt Stafford. 
and you just you get this new offensive coordinator, and that alone to me is going to turn this whole thing around a little bit at least. Uh, like a, a new offensive coordinator next year alone, if that's the only thing the Lions did, I think the Lions would go eight and eight. I really do. I think so. so. Just going from there, yes, I think the Lions will turn it around next year. Well, hey, you know, regardless of the season, I think our first, this is our first Lions season to close in the Motown rundown. Wow. So that's, it was. Started it without us. It's been a journey. Yeah, I started it without you guys. I I forgot about that. Wow. Because we've been doing this. That kind of puts it into perspective how long you've been doing this. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I I started off. I had to come on with the after the Jets game. I think I was alone. I might not have Ryan Cole. I'm not quite sure. But that, I, that had to be brutal. I just I were you just screaming into the mic? I have to go back and and, and listen to it because I don't really remember if I came in <laughs> hot. Oh, you probably came in really hot. Hot. No, 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 no. Like I bet you. Would, I bet you were probably like, calm down. Everybody. Uh, no, well, this would be you. Ladies and gentlemen, this team is trash. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm curious. I, I think I I did pull the. It was just the one game. Yeah. So okay. It's been a fun season um, as far as being able to talk about it. it oh, there's yeah. a lot of content, but we, we, we can't just we can't just wrap up the NFL season here oh. without going over here. Get go. it in. Get it in. The picks. And granted, we don't have any picks to share with you this week because the Lions are not playing anymore. But your final leaderboard, I know you all were following along with it closely. After the Bills game was our last game, I kind of wanted to text you guys over break and see what we could pick, but yeah. whatever. Who wanted to Who put cares? themselves through that? The final standings tied for first. Ryan Rabinowitz, Ryan Collins, and 8-8. Eight 8-8 and eight. Eight gives you gives you like, first place this year. And, and, nothing and, better than a tie. And, and dragging his body through the mud. I won the lottery. In third place, 5-11. I got Trent the first Bailey. pick. Bless, him, bless his soul. Bless his soul because it was it was strictly a matter of Trent just being way too optimistic. About Guys, I really team. did pick the Lions every single week. I did. <laughs> I, think I you really did. did. You did. And you know what? The one, awesome. game, the one game I said I wasn't going to do it was the Rams game. Remember that? Yes. And then yeah. I ended up doing it because I was like, I'm going. I got to pick the Lions. Yes. So I did. I'm, yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad. I love hearing this music. It was yeah. the best part of every show. Trent so. wants to pick against the Lions, but it's like me whenever I do the, the tournament bracket. I'm like, uh, but I really think Michigan State to right. get to the final like, four. I'll regret it like, if loop. I don't. Yeah. So yeah. I do every time. I just yeah. do because you just hate yourself. You just you live hate and you die. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, let me ask. What do you guys? If you guys had a guess, I want a guess from both of you guys of what time we're at right now for 10, the show. Thirty-eight. Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, how about can we give me like a, a distance? Oh, not the time. Hour forty-five. The, what do you got? Two twelve. Really? It's uh, we're approaching an hour thirty on. The oh, really? Right now, which is great because like, anything over flies, an hour thirty is. Is brutal. So I'll tell you what, guys. It's been a lot of fun, but our time here is done. That's all today for this episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Join the show on Twitter. Hashtag Motown Rundown. Show us what you got. Hey, don't miss a single episode. Subscribe on iTunes. Impact WDBM. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Hello, everybody,